0: victory podcast. My name is Tracy Cook and we've got a very special guest today. We're going to go a little bit offside as we normally do with victim to victory, but it still is going to be a story that you will resonate with on how to tell your story. And if you're thinking you don't have a story, I'm sure my upcoming guest will let you know exactly how you can dig deep to bring that story out as well and even by sharing his own story. Now this series gives a voice to those that have overcome obstacles in all forms that dare greatly to share their real stories. Amazing humans that have seen hope risen above and become victorious and our next guest is no different. He has been an amazing mentor. I've been in a lot of trainings with him, watched him and um, his, his colleagues and I'm part of StoryLink as well and the special guest that I have, I'm going to tell you a little bit about him before I tell, him, tell you his name and he's been entertaining, inspiring and educating audiences for over 30 years and he's a former professional magician and he has learned the art of commanding a stage early in his career. Now, as a high school teacher, he specialised in reaching an audience at every level and audiences around the world he has spoken to. He has keynoted the biggest conferences and he's a professional consultant and speaker. Mr. Pat Quinn is a business leader and he helps people improve their presenting skills With and more effective delivery of their messages. You can see why I'm in his training, because I need a little bit of that. So welcome, Mr. Pat Quinn. How are you?
1: I'm doing great. It's a pleasure to be here. Thanks for the invitation.
0: Not a problem at all. Now, I am really interested, and I know the audience will be interested in about who you are that was just a little snippet of what I know about you and what I've learned in all of your trainings and your groups and your your mastership who is Pat Quinn
1: well most people know me now as a professional speaking coach or a presentation coach but I actually didn't get my start as a professional speaker I got my start as a professional magician as you said and I worked magic professionally for 10 years Then I decided I needed to get a real job, so I became a high school teacher. I taught high school math for 10 years. During that time, I picked up an advanced degree in how adults learn, and so I really bring two things to the table when I'm helping someone. The first is a little bit of stagecraft from my years of doing magic, and the second is a real understanding of how adults listen, and how adults learn. And so when you're telling your story to someone, whether you're doing that to grow your business, whether you're thinking of starting a business, whether you have a cause that you support, or a message that you need to get out to the world, or you just want to tell your story, I kind of know what the audience is thinking, whether that's an audience of 10 people in someone's living room or on Zoom, whether it's an audience of one person on the phone or across the table at a coffee shop. How is that person hearing it? How is that person processing it? And how is that person listening and dealing with it? And so I, I've helped uh, some pretty amazing people tell their stories better. I work with uh, Damon John and some of the sharks from Shark Tank. I work with Grant Cardone and Tony Robbins and Dean Graciosi on their KBB project. But most of the people that I work with are not professional speakers. Most of the people that I work with wouldn't even consider themselves speakers. Most of the people that I work with are ordinary people who have a story to tell, a story that will help others, a story that may lead to a business or a cause, or may not, and just be a message that they want to get out to the world. And every day I help those people tell, those, tell their stories in a more effective way. I believe done correctly, telling your story is the greatest marketing tool that any business has is the greatest fundraising tool that any charity or cause can have. And it can be the greatest impact that you can have on other people in this world if you learn how to tell your story correctly.
0: Oh, you are so true there. And just the things that I have learned from from being in your group as well and going through your trainings is getting that clarity and articulation about what exactly my story is. Because what I thought was my story wasn't really my story. I was a little bit in denial. And I think a lot of people can relate with that. When you actually dig deep to the core and you get down and you break it all down and peel away those layers of the onion and then you're left with all this vulnerability, I know from personal experience that that your trainings and your method got that out of me. And that's where the process began. And I love that you work with people that aren't at the top of their game because we don't start at the top of our game, right? We, we start and work up.
1: That's exactly right. I remember when I started my first business, uh, I struggled for a long time. It was a very difficult time in our lives. And I'd come home every day, and my wife would give me that look like, Did we make any money today? And I'd be like, No, but we spent some. Uh, and it, it creates tension in every area of your life. And we had a great product. We'd spent a year designing a perfect product. And we just couldn't figure out why people weren't attracted to it like we were. Like if you build it, they won't come is what I tell people until you start telling your story. And there was a real awakening moment when I, when I saw somebody at an event who was, had a product that was nowhere near as good as ours, who was nowhere near as good with the numbers as we were, who really should, had no business being in business or certainly not beating us the way they were beating us. But I noticed the one thing that they did, the one thing that they did was they told a great story and they told it to everybody. I mean, one of those people that you're like, this person won't shut up. And I'm like, well, they're just telling their story and they're telling it to everybody and they don't stop. And we went home that night. I remember we, my business partner and I looked at each other and we're like, we need to tell a story. We need to tell our story, not someone else's story. We don't need to make something up. We just need to tell our story of how we did this. And the moment we started doing that, it changed everything. And we had a a metric that we used to measure, you know, how much we spent on advertising and we used to measure how many new customers came in the door every day. We threw out all of our traditional numbers and we kept one metric on the wall of our office for two years. That metric, that one thing that we measured was how many times we told our story each week. And I think if there's seven days in a week, you should be telling your story seven times a week. That means every day you find someone new to tell your story to. And if you want to have a greater impact on this world, if you want to achieve the, achieve the purpose that you were put on earth to achieve, you won't do it by telling your story once a year. You won't do it by telling your story once a month. You'll do it by telling your story every single day. And once we started doing that, our business just took off.
0: Oh, that resonates with so many people, especially myself. Now, do you think that it's selfish being vulnerable to tell your story? Or do you think that it's selfish to keep your story to yourself and not share it where it could actually potentially help people? I'm really interested in that.
1: I think everybody needs to tell their story and it's selfish to keep it inside. There's a lot of people listening to this right now who are probably like, yeah, but I don't have a story like the people who come on uh, this podcast. Like I don't, Tracy, you get amazing guests. I don't have a story like that. And let me, t- let me speak directly to those people who think their story isn't amazing, who think their story isn't enough. I coach someone who climbed to the top of Mount Everest. I coach two different people. I coach two astronauts who've been in space. When those, like when an astronaut tells his story about going into space, how many other people in the room can relate to that? Well, no one, because no one else has ever done it. I coach someone else who talks about arguing with their spouse about whether the toilet paper should come out over the top of the roll or under the bottom of the roll. And when they tell that story, how many people in the room can relate with that? Every single person in the room what if we stopped judging our stories based on how many people came up to us afterwards and said, wow, that is an amazing story. And instead we judged our stories based on how many people came up to us afterwards and said, that same thing happened to me. That's the story that helps the most people. If you're looking for a one in a million story, you're looking for the wrong story because a one in a million story only affects one in a million people. What you should be looking for is a one-in-every-household story, a story that every single household has somebody in it who would nod their head and say, that same thing happened to me. Because when you tell that story, other people realize that they are not alone. When you tell that story, other people realize that there are real solutions out there that will work for them. And when you tell that story, other people realize that there is hope.
0: Definitely. And when we're telling our stories, that person, like you said, that's feeling alone, thinking they're the only person going through this certain situation or going through this certain obstacle, they they no longer feel alone and they feel as though there is hope and you're almost paving a way for them to not give up, to, to actually inspire them to be the change that the world needs. Where else can stories take us apart from showing our vulnerability and and human connection? And obviously, they help with with business and things like that as well. Um, Could you share a little bit about that, perhaps, Mr. Quinn?
1: You know, stories can help every single person every single day. Stories can help you grow your business. If there's a cause that you believe in that is worthy of funding, stories are the best way to raise funds. If there's a message that you believe needs to get out to the world, stories are the best way to get that message out to the world because they are a connection to other people. But most people don't tell stories well. Most people tell stories very poorly. So I wanna give your audience a quick primer on the very best way to tell a story in two and a half minutes, because most people just keep prattling on and on and on, and you don't need more than two and a half minutes to tell a story that will move others, help others, and will, get, will go viral. So here is the ultimate two and a half minute story guide. A great story only has three parts, okay? The first part of any great story is the before. You get 60 seconds to tell us what your life was like before. And you, you only get 60 seconds to do this. Some people, when they're telling their story, the before takes like 10 minutes. And they're telling you about every single thing that was going on. And I'm exhausted by the end of the before. Two, oh, 60 seconds, that's what you get to tell me what your life was like before. If it takes longer than that, cut stuff and pick the most important things that I should know about my life before. The second part of a great story is the pivot. The pivot is when the story changes. You get 30 seconds to tell us what changed. Did you meet someone? Did you have an awakening moment? Did you hit rock bottom? Did you find the right solution? What happened? What changed? 30 seconds to tell us about the pivot. And then the third part of the story, remember this only takes two and a half minutes, 60 seconds on the before, 30 seconds on the pivot. The third part is the after or the now. 60 seconds to tell us what your life is like now and we want to create a big contrast with the before so when what we talked about before we're going to say instead of like it was before it's like this instead of what it was like before it's like this and instead of what it was like before it's like this so if I wanted to tell a health transformation story I could say hey For many, many years, I didn't eat healthy food at all. Like I was eating anything that was put in front of me. I loved to go to restaurants and order the most, uh, the fattest, least healthy food in the world. I was low on energy every afternoon. I often needed to take a nap or I would just fall asleep at my desk and I wasn't sleeping well at night either. That's a before. See what I did there? Three things, 60 seconds. That's what my life was like before. Then I discovered overnight oats. Overnight oats are amazing. I eat them every day. I make them the night before. I put them in the fridge. The next day for breakfast and lunch, I have overnight oats. That's my pivot. Didn't take me a long time. 30 seconds. Now today, here comes part three. Here comes the after. And watch how I'll create a contrast. Instead of not eating healthy, I eat very healthy. I have overnight oats for breakfast and lunch and a reasonable dinner. Instead of lacking energy every afternoon, I have solid energy all throughout the day. I get twice as much done. And instead of not sleeping through the night, I sleep like a baby. And there it is. In two and a half minutes, I told a compelling story with a before, a pivot, and an after. And I tell you, if somebody's struggling with not eating healthy, not having energy in the afternoon, and not sleeping well at night, they're going to be very likely to say, tell me more about your pivot. Tell me more about those overnight oats. And that's exactly what you want. Whether you're talking about a charitable cause, uh, you know, before the solution was there, this was the problem. Kids were struggling with this. Kids were struggling with this. Kids were struggling like this. Then we formed this organization this organization helps kids in this way. Now, instead of struggling like this, they get this. Instead of struggling with this, they get this. Instead of struggling with this, they get this. I'm telling you, if there's somebody who cares about those kids who are struggling with this and they want them to have this, they will support your cause, they will ask you more, they will come back and be like, tell me more about that thing that you said was the pivot. It, this works for everything. This works to get your kids to behave. This works to get to get my business off the ground. This get this works to support charitable causes. This works to get any message out to the world. Two and a half minutes. You are two and a half minutes away from changing someone's life if you know how to tell the right story. If you tell it the wrong way, if you go on for 25 minutes. The person is going to lose track of your story. They're going to be distracted by your too many details and they're not going to be with you at the end. It doesn't take more than three minutes to do this, Tracy. And when you get good at this, you will do it every single day. You'll do it on every phone call you're on, on every Zoom call you're on. You'll do it at every every time you meet somebody new, you have two and a half minutes to share your story.
0: I think that's absolutely amazing. And I know that we'll be sharing out the, um, the link uh, so people can connect with you if they want to learn more about sharing their story and how to actually start sharing their story as well using that that methodology. So I really hope that people connect with that because I know the power of stories and I'm still working on mine as well, as well as many others in the, in the audience with the Victim to Victory podcast series. Now, I wanted to ask you a really probably a different question. I don't know whether you've had this question before. When you're out and about and you're recognised for telling your story, obviously we all speak human, we can speak human, and what would you say to people that have heard your story, seen your story, and they really know you? And they relate their story to you. Where would you take that um, to, to next level? That where, where would that, you? Uh... Yeah, it's it's a, it's quite a it's quite a, a interesting question. So um, people get to know you from your story. They really, really do connect with you. You know, like you know this. You teach this. You taught me this. This is why I'm mentioning it. And when you're out somewhere and people recognize you for your story, um, you know, you have the conversation around that. And it's an introductory and and a conversation starter. Where would you go from there?
1: Oh, this is a great question. It's a great question because there's so many people providing daily content on social media. And I know, you know, I coach hundreds of people who go on Facebook Live every single day. And they can't tell the same story every single day on Facebook Live. And so, you know, I think everybody needs that core introductory story that they use on somebody or they tell someone the first time they meet them. And I think you should have that down and you should be able to do it in two and a half minutes. After that, once somebody gets to know you, once somebody is engaging with you, and for for instance, if you have a Facebook audience and you're going on there every day providing content, or if you have a podcast and you're going on there every week or four times a week to give them content. I think you know everybody has more than one story. Your story is multifaceted, multidimensional. And I think before you go on and communicate with somebody who already knows you, you should ask the question, where do I want them to be at the end of this? That's actually your pivot. And then you craft the story, just as I said, you think, well, what was I like before I started doing that? And what was I like after I started doing that? And so if today I want people to go on Facebook and tell their story more, I should tell a story. Before I was sharing my story, my business really struggled and I didn't feel good about my story. I wasn't very good at telling it. Then one day I just made a commitment to tell it every single day. Now I'm better at telling my story. My story has influenced more people and I actually turned it into a business. And that's now what, if I were gonna tell that story, I'd tell it so that you go start telling your story more often because my pivot is always what I want the audience to do. And so most people have, They don't realize it in the beginning, people think I don't have any story. But there are also a lot of people listening to this Tracy who are like, I have hundreds of stories. I have so many stories, I don't even know which one to tell. For years, I struggled to, to keep track of my stories. Like I didn't realize I had so many stories and some days they'd pop into my head and I'd be like, I should tell that story. And then it would go away. Like things do in my head, they just disappear. And then I don't remember them again. I used to jot down stories on post-it notes and, and cocktail napkins and on the backs of receipts. And I had stories all over the place. I had this folder where I would try to keep them, but they'd fall out. And then one day somebody gave me a story journal. And I was like, this is the answer. And I filled it with stories. The problem was, it wasn't always with me. Sometimes my story journal would be at home and I would be at work. Sometimes I'd be in the car, but my story journal would be somewhere else. So I'd jot down my stories on little scraps of paper, on Post-it notes, on cocktail napkins, and on the backs of receipts. And I would jam them into the story journal. My story journal started out like one inch thick. And at the end, it was like seven inches thick because I had so many pieces of paper and little scraps of paper jammed in there. I was one good gust of wind away from losing all of my stories. And I thought to myself, well, why isn't there one place in the cloud where you can store all of your stories. Why is it, I mean, we have a place to store our music. We have a place to store our photos. Why don't we have a place to store our stories? And I looked all over for one and I couldn't find one. So I made one. I created a tool called StoryLink, S-T-O-R-Y-L-I-N-Q.com. And StoryLink is the one place to store all of your stories in the cloud. It's always with you because it works on your phone, it works on your computer, it works anywhere that you are. The best part about StoryLink is it allows you not just to store them, but organize them by different types of stories. You've got your funny stories, your sad stories, your teaching stories, your selling stories, your opening stories, and your closing stories. And anytime you are in a conversation, anytime you're going to have, try to sell somebody something or give a presentation, you can simply go to storylink.com, choose the stories you want to tell, push one button, and it organizes the whole presentation and prints it out for you. And every step of the way, I'm there next to you. There's video teaching targeted to each type of story that tells you the best way to tell that story. And so we love StoryLink as a tool to help people keep track of their stories. Don't be like me and be one gust of wind away from losing all of your stories. Don't be like me and have it be random about which story pops in your head. Have a way to capture and organize all of your stories so they are never lost for this generation and the next so your stories are never lost and we'd love to give a free 30-day trial to everybody who listens to this if you go to storylink.com that's storylin com, and enter the discount code story s-t-o-r-y You'll get 30 days to try it for free. Enter your stories, watch the video training, see if it's right for you. If it's right for you, you can keep using it. If it's not right for you, you can cancel anytime and not pay anything. But I think storylink.com, Tracy, is going to help people go from not telling their story to telling their story, from not having the impact that they could be having to having an impact on other people's lives and for not achieving their purpose to actually achieving the purpose that they were put on earth to achieve.
0: Well, that's what we like to see here is people stepping into their story, figuring out who they are, And doing it on purpose and with StoryLink, I know the clarity and articulation that is brought to my and my friends' lives and we're only just starting in our speaking journey and it helps immensely. It is the most valuable tool and you could potentially be leaving money on the table without it if you're in online business as well, not only for uh, connection but just to have peace of mind that you can access it at any moment at any time it's invaluable and I, I stand behind it 100 percent I shout it from the rooftops and StoryLink is the way of the future if you want to actually tell your story and connect with more authenticity
1: I love it. And you've been a great model for other people. Uh, you you know, I always say uh, the number one reason why people don't tell their story, Tracy, is because it's not perfect yet. And I always, if you wait until your story is perfect, you will never tell your story. But you're a great model for everybody because you can just get out there and tell your story. And because you do it often, it gets better and better and better and better. And so if anybody's listening to this and they're like, yeah, but I can't. I can't tell a story like Tracy can tell a story or I can't tell a story like Pat can tell a story. I want to tell you, this is not how it comes out the first time you do it. Like you, the first time you do it, it's going to be ugly and you're going to be fumbling around and you're going to forget half of it. And the second time you do it, it's going to be bad too. And the third time you do it, it's going to be a little bit better, but it's still going to stink. And you just have to just keep doing it because the 10th time you do it, it's going to be so much better than the first and the hundredth time you do it, you're going to be a really good storyteller. On the 200th time you do it, you are moving people, changing lives, raising money, running a business. I'm telling you, this is a daily habit. Every week, the one metric that you should measure is how many times this week did I share my story with somebody new? You can do that on social media. You can do that with new people that you meet. You can do it via, you know, there's a hundred ways you can do it, but tell your story. Just keep telling your story.
0: you advice is so invaluable and i'm so grateful to have you on our podcast today and thank you very much everybody please connect with story link with mr pat quinn has been an absolute honor and we might even do a part two
1: i would love that and i can't wait to be back thanks for the opportunity today and to everybody listening just get out there and tell your stories
0: thank you very much and yes i am cheeky (laughs) bye for now (laughs) Thank <laughs> you.